a production of WordSouth, a content marketing company. Story Connect, the podcast, helping communicators discover ideas to shape their stories and connect with their customers. How are other telcos adapting during this COVID-19 pandemic? That's what we'll be talking about on this episode of Story Connect, the podcast. This is part three of a three-part series that we're doing here on uh, Story Connect, the podcast. I'm your host, Andy Johns with Word South, and I hope you've enjoyed parts one and part two of uh, this uh, special series we're doing. Uh, if, you're, if this is the first one you've listened to, uh, we are um, putting together some interviews here um, from Lead Tennessee Radio, which is a podcast produced by the Tennessee Broadband Association with help from Word South. We've got different managers uh, from different telcos who are talking through how their companies are uh, adapting to the unusual times we find ourselves in with isolation orders and uh, concerns about the coronavirus. This will be a little bit different. Uh, the um, interviewer that you hear at times uh, during these uh, sessions is Lavoy Knowles. He ex- is the executive director of the Tennessee Broadband Association and is a former general manager at Ben Lomond Connect. Um, I think there'll be some good insight for you here. I'll be back on uh, between uh, the speakers to tell you who's coming next. In this episode, we have four uh, speakers who I hope you're excited to hear from. First up will be Jason Shelton, who's general manager at Loretto Telecom in uh, Middle Tennessee. Next up will be Bob Mauser, who is VP and general manager of Hometown Services with Ritter Communications based in Arkansas. Third on this episode will be Johnny McClanahan, a CEO and general manager of NCTC in Lafayette, Tennessee. And then lastly will be Bill Franklin, who's general manager at Scott County Telephone Cooperative in Scott County, Virginia. Hope that you enjoy these insights and I will see you between the breaks. Well, first off, we have done similar to what other uh, telecom companies across uh, the country, which is shutting uh, our customer service area, of course. Um, we were already undergoing a office renovation. And so some of our employees were kind of already spread out across different areas as it was. And our customer service area was actually already in a temporary location. and. So our customers were already somewhat used to going to a different area or different location to pay bills and those sorts of things. And we have a uh, fairly high amount of uh, walk-in traffic. Um, Once the pandemic started, of course, we uh, were able to to take a look at some of our offices and figure out where we could put certain employees and essentially create as much social distancing within our workplace as much as possible uh, without having to... um, have too many people located in one particular location at a time. Uh, Everything that we did, uh, like I said, was to try and create as much distance between others. uh, And and we avoided gatherings of any more than two people. When it came to customer installs, uh, we uh, tried to do, in in the early stages of the pandemic, we, we tried, frankly, to avoid going into a customer's house as much as we could. We we, we weren't really sure, uh, just as I'm sure a lot of people, how uh, rapidly this was going to spread, especially in our area. And so what we did is uh, we did as much outside prep work as we possibly could. And that essentially enabled us to gain some time to figure out how this was going to impact our area. What were some of the best practices uh, that were being done across the industry? 
Um, and, and like I said, it enabled us to build some time so that we were able to, um, like I said, go through, do a lot of preparatory work so that eventually we were able to go inside the homes or, or even in some scenarios, we did temporary installs by handing equipment to, um, to the customer, either through the window or through the door, that sort of thing. So, um, we also had, uh, uh, had gone through a billing, uh, up, uh, conversion earlier this year and, uh, uh, smart hub, uh, which is a, a, a product of NISCs, um, that, that was huge for us. We, we wanted, uh, customers to try and take advantage of online pay and, and even submitting trouble tickets online as much as possible. Um, that actually helped us out quite a bit, and I'm looking forward to that continuously being a way for us to be able to take care of customers without actually having to deal with, uh, you know, either a, a transition of paper or money or what have you. So there's several things, you know, obviously uh, uh, very similar to what, what other telcos have done. But uh, again, with the remotes and stuff like that we, that we have, I think that enabled us to be a little bit more unique in how we uh, handled our day-to-day -day operations. That was Jason Shelton, who's a general manager at Loretto Telecom. We appreciate his insights there. Next up, we will have Bob Mauser, who is VP and general manager of Hometown Services with Ritter Communications. Okay, I'll, uh, I'll talk about customers first. So we've done a multitude of things for our customers. Uh, like, like a lot of people, we have suspended our disconnects for non-pay. Although um, I have really been pleased with our customers and, and in the wake of all the information about unemployment and everything else, our customers have really continued to, to, pay, their, to pay their bills, um, which has been very, very encouraging. Uh, we're crediting any kind of data overage charges that, uh, that would have been a result of you know, more and more people at home, trying to school from home, work from home. We just, uh, we're, we're giving credit on all those overage charges. Uh, we went ahead and just increased the, uh, the bandwidth on our most popular uh, broadband speed tier. We just doubled that uh, at no charge to the customer. Again, thinking that we're going to have a lot of people, more people at home than, than normal, and that would also cut down on those data overage charges as well. Uh, we've been doing free install uh, installations on any kind of new service or an upgrade to service. And we actually have expanded our, we had a program for uh, low-income students called Student uh, School Student Connect. We've, um, it's a discount program for, for low-income, and we've, we've expanded that program a little bit. We've worked with several of the schools and even put some of these on our buildings uh, to create some, some Wi-Fi hotspots and parking lots for those kids, especially early on in the process, to, uh, to be able to continue to school from home. On the employee side, I guess like everybody else, uh, we have closed our, our walk-in uh, traffic um, to our, our offices. Uh, we've, we've had just, just everybody that can working from home. And yes, that's been a challenge, but uh, we're, we're getting better at that. We're, we're learning how to do that. Of course, that doesn't apply to the you know, text in the field. Um, those guys are out there uh, on, on the front line. So our, our construction groups, our installation and repair groups are, uh, are, you know, are working through this, trying to struggle with demand versus trying to stay safe and keep everybody safe as well. Early on, we had, um, we had some issues with our personal protection equipment. Uh, we had ordered, I think, like 5,000 of those N95 masks really early on in the process. And, and we're just guaranteed that every, every, every day or so that those were on their way. And then finally at the end, we didn't get those. So we're, we're hoping those went to some medical uh, group somewhere and not just uh, sit overseas or something. But uh, now we most recently we're good with the masks and sanitizer and gloves and wipes and that kind of thing. We've also initiated a little hero pay 
uh, a little bump in those field tech hourly hourly wage. Uh, just our appreciation for those guys being out there on the front lines and doing what they're doing. You know, they've had to be real creative. Uh, we stopped our inside the home visits a few weeks ago, uh, unless something's emergency or you know an all out or something like that. And those guys have been real creative in, uh, in trying to you know keep on deploying services and install services and. You know, walking through a customer, even though it's at a distance, you know, from a face-to-face kind of conversation through the door, um, helping those customers through a, almost like a self-install. So, like I said, they've, they've had to be real creative in this process, and we really appreciate that group. That was Bob Mauser, who is Vice President and General Manager of Hometown Services with Ritter Communications. Our next speaker, um, next to the last uh, speaker here being interviewed, is Johnny McClanahan, who is the general manager and CEO at NCTC in Lafayette, Tennessee. Although I've been at uh, North Central for about 30 years, and this is something that we've never had to address before, so it was kind of a, has been and still is a learning curve for us to try to determine what to do and how to do it and the routines to go through. Some of the things that uh, we have did, uh, we did close our lobbies to the public on March the 18th, and uh that was for the save our customers, our employees. Uh, we have left our drive through windows open uh, throughout the period to collect uh, payments and deposit, et cetera. Um, you know, we do offer credit card payments and bank drafts along with a night depository for our customers. Uh, we've uh, started telecommuting. We've got several of our employees telecommuting. In fact, the business offices are just about deserted uh, right now. Uh, we do have some engineering people and also marketing personnel also telecommuting. And it's worked really well for us once we got used to the telecommuting and the routines, and, and it's worked well. The customers seem to really like it as well. Uh, our marketing department has, has kept our Facebook, uh, Twitter, and uh, websites updated to keep our customers uh, on any kind of changes or developments. Uh, you know, due to the large number of people that's working from home and needing service, uh, we, we continue to install internet and phone services during the pandemic. Our customers, once again, have expressed appreciation that we're continuing to install the internet and uh, broadband services. We provided uh, PPE, personal protective equipment, to all our employees that to deal with the public, such as you know the masks, the gloves, uh, boot coverings for our installers, and any other customer-facing employees. We've got disinfectant wipes, uh, encourage frequent hand washing, along with disinfecting work areas. Um, one thing that we did do, uh, LaVoy, when we first started this, was uh, gave a thermometers to all their employees so they're supposed to take their temperatures uh, every day before they come to work. And uh, that's worked out really well, too. And uh, so far, knock on wood, we've not had anybody that's got the COVID-19 yet. And our last speaker of this uh, series will be Bill Franklin. Um, he is the general manager at Scott County Telephone Cooperative in Scott County, Virginia. You know, we've all been affected by this uh, COVID-19 pandemic. And, and uh, you know, uh, the first thing we had to do, we had to, had to develop a policy. And as you know, you, uh, you guys uh, helped, helped us by having uh, a lot of industry meetings, you know. And we had meetings with people in Virginia and North Carolina. We're, we're in two or three different associations. And... And, uh, and everybody was 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 kind of working together to to come up with a policy, and then you know then once we uh, we did that, we kind of went by whatever our state uh, health officials were recommended for us to do, and 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 basically enacting that that policy. But uh, you know some things we've done about 
probably 15 to 20 of our employees are working from home today. And, uh, you know, that, that basically is, is uh, uh, trying to protect our workforce. And, uh, and, and you know, um, we, our customer service, we, we still we close the lobby. Uh, we still have the drive-through open, but we're encouraging our our customers to use uh, uh, wireless or or uh, uh, some kind of digital form of payment. Uh, we we'll still have people let mail payments in, uh, but we still have a few that use the drive-through. You know, and uh, being in a rural area, you know, we we have a lot of walk-in traffic, so so we're kind of using this as an opportunity to try to educate people how they can pay other than coming in the office. Uh, you know, we've uh, uh, we, we got our phone system and, and, and stuff set up so the, you know, when somebody calls in, why, you know, it'll just, it works just like it always, you know, if they're in the, if they're in the loop to, for customers to wait to rotate to the, to the person that is not on, on the line and, you know, or, or the lady that's running the, you know the the primary phone. She can tell who's on the phone and who's off the phone. So if somebody, if she needs to pass a call, she can pass it to somebody that's not uh, not serving a customer at the moment. So so actually that's gone pretty good. Uh, you know we we it took a day or two to get used to it, but it's gone really good. Uh, you know we we've got all the knock guys. They're working from home and uh, and basically doing the same thing. Uh, We've uh, we've taken our line crew and uh, divided them up into you know two groups, and we've taken our splicers and divided them up into two groups, and they're working four ten-hour days, and uh, and so basically they report at different times, and uh, and we kind of rotate that. So you know one day one group comes in at seven, and the next group comes in at seven thirty, and then eight, and then the next week we rotate that, but. You know, two groups work Monday through Thursday, and the other and the other two groups work Tuesday through uh, Friday. So, with them reporting at different times, they don't really they just kind of pass. About the time one group gets uh, outfitted for the day, they're going out the door, and the other group's just coming in. So, but two days a week, they're they don't even pass because they're Monday and Friday. There's only you know there's only the the one group there. So. So that that's kind of worked good, and we've actually, you know, we've actually maybe been a little bit more efficient by going to ten-hour days, and we're actually getting more production out of our people. And I don't know if it's just they're scared and they don't want to, you know, they don't, they don't kill any time talking or anything. They don't socialize. We're practicing, uh, you know, we're, we're we're practicing social distancing, but but uh, we're actually we've been more productive the last two months. So. So uh, that's been a pleasant surprise, but uh, but then we've had a lot of demand. You know, our uh, our installers are garaging at home, and uh, they got their tablets and they get their orders and their troubles on their tablets, and they just come they just come by the warehouse to pick up uh, equipment to either do an install or an upgrade. So uh, you know, we're not they're they're communicating with their supervisor, but. Uh, but they're not coming. They're not coming to the office, you know. And everybody's doing their time either on their uh, their tablets or their uh, or their laptops at home. And uh, so we've kind of eliminated that. 
we'd come in the evening, we had three or four places where the outside guys would enter their time, and so we've, we've eliminated that congregating around those workstations, you know, to enter time. time. Right. So we may have gotten a little more, uh, uh, but you know, I was talking about it, you know, we're all of our co-ops and, you know, we, we provide essential services and, and we really take that seriously. And, uh, you know, we, the schools turned out early. Uh, we've had a lot of people that's got sent home. In other words, they, they've been given an option, I guess, either get laid off or work from home. So, you know, the, the school system contacted us and said, what can you, you know, what can you do? Well, you know, they're paying us a pretty big amount of money each month for bandwidth. And, uh, you know, because they got all these computer labs and, and actually they've got a 10 gig connection to each school. So, uh, you know, they've not been using that connection. So what we tell them we do, any any uh, school age kid, uh, we would upgrade the uh, their, their broadband connection basically for free for 90 days. So they, because they sent all of them home with their Chromebooks and basically they're finishing out the year from home. So. And so we extended that offer to anybody that got sent home uh, uh, that that they couldn't get paid unless they had a broadband connection. So we, we, we made that same offer to them if they had a connection. Or we would even install them at a lower connection and then we'd upgrade them for the 90 days that this, you know, the, the, and hopefully in 90 days it'll be over. But if it's not, we'll extend that. We'll extend that service to them. So we've, you know, we've literally probably done about 400 installs since February and probably four or 500 upgrades. You've been listening to Bill Franklin, who is general manager at Scott County Telephone Cooperative in Scott County, Virginia. I hope that you have enjoyed insights from him as well as Johnny McClanahan, Bob Mauser, and Jason Shelton during this episode. I hope that these three, uh, the series of three episodes has been helpful to help you understand how Uh, Your fellow telcos have been um, adjusting to these unusual times. And um, I hope that you will continue to tune in for the the next episode that we have. My name's Andy Johns. I'm your host with Word South. And until we talk again, keep telling your story. You've been listening to Story Connect, the podcast, a production of Word South, a content marketing company.